Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, good morning. It's the breakfast huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. It is now time for Mind Your Business. You know, it's been said that traditionally when a business passes through different generations, the initial zeal and hard work gradually starts to wane off, right? The primary directive to those who took over the business is to focus on upholding the founder's legacy and vision different challenge altogether. But in today's ever-changing business and consumer trends that we see, managing a business has become much more challenging as the new owners would have to adapt and then they've got to innovate. They need to surpass and achieve greater heights, right? Now, with the right guidance and support, second generations do not always have to live under the shadows of the first. And this is the story of our next guest, whose father is Mr. Lee Won Chiang, or better known as Uncle Ringo. Yeah, we're going to find out more about the experience of being a part of this family business. On the line with me this morning is Joyce Lee, show director for Showmaster. Good morning, Joyce. Good morning, Elliot. So Showmaster, we all know them, a premium entertainment arm recently launched by Uncle Ringo. Tell us a little bit more about it, the, the business model. Okay, um, so Uncle Ringo has been running traditional um, uh, uh, carnival since 1984, so that's a good 38 years. And um, in the past two years, we realized that, you know, uh, things are changing very, very rapidly. And um, uh, we decided to um, uh, reposition and uh, rebrand ourselves through a sister brand. Um, yeah. The, the show master, yeah. Mm. How much work did it go into setting all of this up? I would imagine you already have more than enough context at, you know, before leading to this, right? Uh, yeah, so so we actually um, uh, did work on uh, whatever um, Uncle Ringo already had. And um, in the past two years, when uh, physical events uh, uh, were not present, uh, we did have a lot of time to brainstorm and think about the direct the direction that Showmaster mm. is going. Yeah. Mm. If we were to ask, like, you know, what makes Showmaster stand out from other entertainment businesses, <laughs> what would your answer be? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, but maybe maybe let, let me start. Start with um you know how Showmaster is different from Uncle Ringo. Okay. So Uncle Ringo will always be like you know the heart and core of our mass entertainment industry. And when we created Showmaster, it was to deliver a more wholesome and upscale entertainment experience. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's talk about entering the industry. You returned to the entertainment industry after six years of being an accountant in KPMG. I want to ask what the prominent differences are, but I guess similarities, some would say you're always working with clowns, right? <laughs> okay. So, so, so um, I mean, the traditional views of working in the, in the financial sector is that, you know, it's, it's a very stable job. It's very consistent. And um, uh, yeah, the, uh, uh, however, in the events industry, which I am now in, like everything is so volatile, especially what we experienced in the past two years. Yeah. yeah I can imagine the amount of adapting that needs to happen here. So here's an interesting one, right? I mean, not to say one is more stable than the other, but <laughs> when you switch from, you know, a job like an accountant to entering the entertainment industry, I'm sure some of your friends went, wow, why do you make such a switch? What was the reaction that you got? 
actually, actually, my friends and, and, and family members were very, very supportive. I think we all saw it coming since day one. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say uh, that? Yeah, because my, my dad, uh, I, I'm, I'm his only child. Okay, so, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. One of those so things, that legacy, will, yeah. Correct. It will come to time. And, and his job is something that I've always been very, very interested mm. in when, when I was a kid. Because I see him as, you know, enjoying himself, playing all the time. And, and I'm like, you know. Hey, this looks fun, and 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 this is where I want to be as well. Yeah. The idea of loving your work is that what really interests you to this business? Uh, yeah. So you, so so we, you know, we always say, you know, love what you do. Mm. So and, and and that really is is how I feel about uh, about my my my. my my job now. Yeah, that's nice. Um, what's the hardest part uh, of running one of Singapore's longest-standing entertainment houses? I think um, uh, one of the uh, one of the issues many family businesses face is um, uh, maintaining the founder's legacy, but at the same time also transforming the business to what is relevant today. So, uh, yeah, that that. That is one of the challenges that I've been grappling with at the moment. Yeah, and what is relevant today keeps changing every week, if you think about it. I, I can imagine it must be quite challenging. I'm curious to find out about your working relationship with your dad. What are the dynamics like? It, it is very casual. Um, uh, I respect him a lot. And at the same time, he gives me um, a, a lot of, of uh, uh, freedom to, to, to make my own decisions. Mm, yeah. But it feels like you're quite grounded, right? Because you yourself, sort of had to climb up the ranks what was that experience like um so what whatever i had to go through was what he did in the past 38 years so i basically experienced every single um aspect of the of of the operations mm. um from right maintenance from uh dealing with uh, uh compliance yeah Wow! Yeah, he put me through uh, uh, experiencing everything because um, it's not easy to manage a business if you do not know what your people have to do. I can imagine Mr. Lee going, girl, you want to take over, you got to get your hands dirty. These are things that, not to say they are lost, right? But these are so valuable to be able to experience every aspect of the business. It's like, as a boss, to be able to say, you know, I understand exactly what every one of my employees is going through. Correct. And um, I, <clears throat> he always tells me that managing people is actually more difficult mm. than managing the business itself. So, you know, it, set up a great team, have the people who are happy to work for you and they are good at what they are doing and your business self-runs. Wow, that's really good advice. Okay, uh, let's talk about the COVID pandemic. Uh, not the best of times. Um, mm-hmm. How did you guys keep afloat during the pandemic? What kind of, um, <clears throat> I don't know, what kind of pivoting efforts did you guys make? Okay, so we actually did have a little theme park that was um, still running throughout um, uh, uh, since uh, uh, during the pandemic, with the exception of Circuit Breaker. But it was uh, running at a very, very small scale, so um, it did not uh, uh, really, uh, it did supplement our income in, uh, by a little bit. Um, government support schemes uh, definitely helped, and we did turn to financing schemes in the past two years. Mm. I'm quite curious to get your thoughts on this, right? I have been wondering how the entertainment industry or large-scale events would change in a post-pandemic world. And then I saw F1 last week. I was there at F1 last week in the Mutt Fashion Show. And I went, wait a minute, what changed? I mean, how are you guys approaching this? Do you guys have an expectation of how carnivals will look like post-pandemic? 
Um, initially, we thought that you know it will uh, uh, people will will be uh, treading it with a lot of caution. Mm. But like you said, um, it's actually since June there were there were big events that that already happened, like gastro beats, and then we have F one, and and we can see the crowd sentiment is like everyone is dying to go out yeah. to enjoy themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and I almost didn't see anyone with mask on in all these uh, big big um, events that were happening. Yeah, Yeah, I know. At first, it seems scary. But you do also see how people are generally still quite considerate. And, you know, if people need to cough that. I mean, this is my personal observation. They cover their mouths. So I think we've learned quite a bit from the pandemic. Um, yes, and, and, and people respect personal mm. space a lot more now. Yeah, Yeah. finally, I have my personal bubble to myself. <laughs> Joyce, let's talk about the return of the Great Bay Fiesta. Tell us a little bit about it and how the preparation's coming along. Okay, the Great Bay Fiesta is part of our Marina Bay uh, Singapore Countdown this year to 2023. And um, we actually have been preparing for the show over a year ago. And that is when uh, there were still travel restrictions. So it uh, it was um, uh, we did go through a lot trying to put an international act uh, to, uh, international show um, uh, with acts from other parts of the world together okay. when we were not able to travel freely to to meet and discuss. Mm. And how was that like? What kind of challenges uh, did you guys have to go through to put it together? Um, so as with every business, we we had to adopt and and we changed meetings on Zoom, uh, online, and and yeah, uh, uh, phone calls. Yeah, this is like a common question with businesses, right? You tend to ask, oh, how did you deal with uh, digitalization? I don't know. I think the thing it's a little bit different with the entertainment industry, and it's very hard for us to to do stuff over Zoom because we really need that face-to-face or I guess just just because we're good at it. What did you guys do in terms of embracing technology and digitalization? Okay, so uh, one very simple thing is uh, ticketing. Um, so previously mm. at our carnivals, we sold uh, 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 physical tickets yeah. and uh, at this time, um, tickets can be bought online with our uh, presenting sponsor, Trip.com. Mm. Okay, yep. that's a good partner. And and it works a lot faster, right? You can kind of like gauge the amount of footfall you're going to get. It's Correct. a lot easier to manage, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, and, and it works for the consumers as well. So they can actually pre-buy their tickets yeah. without having to queue at the door. Yeah, yeah. wow, fantastic. I wish you guys the best of luck. I've been speaking with Joyce Lee, show director for Showmaster. Joyce, a pleasure speaking with you. You take care and have a great day, yeah? Yeah, thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg. Or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.